Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. Shall we do the podcast? <laughs> That's not how you said you were going to start. You said you were going to start with a jolly little was... toot on your horn. Period. Facts. No, I just said, how does this sound? I just wanted to know how this sounds. I have a couple of toilet rolls here, and I'm tooting through the middle of them. Da, 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 da. Well, it sounded better than that when you did it before. Also, why do you have a couple of toilet rolls by your... Actually, I, I think I can think I... of a reason. <laughs> no. I, when it comes to my seed, where it lands is where it lands. I, I give no, I give no care. Oh my gosh, you just so right. wildly. Your wild just, oats what? are just across what, what the land. What is a man meant to do? A seed cannot be contained. There seed are many small, bald little boys running around today. Yeah, who knows? Across the across the country and across, I guess, your living room and bedroom well, floor. <laughs> when uh, well, the thing is, when I ejaculate, it's like when you blow one of those dandelion clocks. You know, right. every every sperm has a tiny parachute. Oh my god, it it's like a Disney film. The like the wind, yeah. they all fly out the window. They've all got little faces, little bald heads. <laughs> they just like fly across the, the land, the wintry landscape, ah, nice. just like with happy smiles on their faces, That's going it. into people's windows where there's a lady maybe enjoying herself too. <laughs> And he flies down. <laughs> <laughs> With a little determined look on his face. Man, little this determined look. suddenly Whoa. elaborate somehow. I don't, like, is this something that you think about, like, fairly often? Or? I think of, like, yeah, little, sometimes Disney films happen in my head. Nice. You know, it could be, just think, it could be a story yeah. about a little, a little, a little parachute, a little adventurer, a little soldier, a little explorer of period flax, right? Who's, yeah. who's, who's gone into a strange jungle, right? <laughs> Like, of, I'm thinking of, vagina. of a I'm thinking of a microscopic world, you know, like ants, just a weird jungle. Know? Only yeah. like instead of like big tall trees, it's like pubes that are like really big and tall, and he's having to like machete his way through. I mean, them. I, I'm subjected to like a lot of um, like children's uh, television programming, right? Like just mm. from having. I like kids the word subjected. Flax. Yeah, that's a good, that's yeah. a good choice. For but it. like, I always, I always like to think that like. You know, it's it's all very wholesome. All of the presenters are like super happy-go-lucky, and they're always smiling and wide-eyed. But and at stuff. the same time, they always have this dark, like stark darkness behind their eyes, this, as if doing children's entertainment has. Sucked that's what their I think. Yeah, out. that's. I like to think. I like to think that. Yeah, I like to imagine that. Like you know, they're they're at the studio and they're filming like their latest thing, and they're all wide-eyed and smiley and stuff like that. And then literally, like, uh, it does, does a jump cut to them in the evening, and they're just like sitting around in their underpants, like drinking a gallon of vodka and crying all night and stuff. Like, I get some satisfaction from knowing that that the happens. next morning in the dressing room, they're like staring at themselves, having having just like really depressing sex with a prostitute and like not enjoying it and stuff. And they like and finish, and then they go up their mirror, and they snort like a line of cocaine. They've got like a towel next to their bed for when they're done with like prostitute and stuff and like oh man and then they slap themselves in the face a couple of times and they walk out onto stage hello children yeah happy time they stare at themselves in the mirror for a couple of
couple of hours holding like a revolver to their head, but they never go through <laughs> with it and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. God. Oh, they, they, a makeup lady pats like, you know, some, the life ha- of some, a some like red cheeks makeup onto their sunken presenter. eyes. Yeah, that's. I think that's how it goes. I mean, uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. If if you're listening out there and you're a, a children's presenter, let me know what your life is like outside of the studio because I'm interested to know because all I got is basically that. That's how I, I view them all. That's what I think. They, it Regardless of gender as well, yeah. I think that's what they go home and do. YouTubers and stuff too. They're just too, into some really devious shit. Like, like teachers. Remember there was a show on TV about teachers and they were always like drunk and stuff like that? I imagine that teachers are the same pretty much, you know? Like you trust them to take care of your kids during the day and they do like a reasonable job of it and stuff. But at night, like, I bet you they just fucking hate themselves and they're just, like, mashing, like, their balls with a potato masher all night and <laughs> just, like, just generally hating themselves and stuff. I like, think it's like like nurses and doctors are meant to, to work hard, play hard, right? It's like yeah. if you have to do something looking after other people, I think it's ironic that if you do that, when you've got free time, you attempt to destroy your own body as fast as possible <laughs> without going drugs. Yeah, that's what I feel. But like that's, happens, been, that's, that's but. always the way it is with doctors. I think medical school is always work hard, play hard. That was their sort of attitude from the start. You know, they, they did more work than anyone and partied harder than anyone. They they were just making the most. They were living, they were burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, I mean, you coal know. miners were kind of like that too. And then on that episode of The Simpsons... Gotta be careful the not guys, to burn a candle in a The coal guys miner. with no shirts who work in the Anvil factory, like they work hard and they play much harder than they work. We work sort of hard, we yeah. play hard. Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> that's such a such a such a cliche it is no, but i yeah. think these these children's presents i have a lot of respect for them honestly um but i can see I like the creepiness happening like there's that there's that there's that spate of not YouTube. even one ounce of respect for them actually there's this, this whole lot of like pregnant elsa fucking spider-man or, or there was like a disney i think there was a like mini mouse pissing on spider-man youtube video but it wasn't what? like it what? was for kids it wasn't, it wasn't called that it was like called like right. you know Mini gives Spider Man a shower, a surprise, Spider-Man. like stuff like this. Like, oh god, this what the so much. It's been removed by the user. Thank God. Yeah, thank God for that. Maybe they just like had second thoughts. You know, there's so much. Mickey of this Mouse shit on needs YouTube. to pee on Minnie Mouse's bathtub. What the Christ am I My watching? My video of Minnie Mouse pissing on Spider-Man went viral, but I had second thoughts about it after it hit this couple a couple of million this, views. I'm watching a video of Mickey Mouse pissing in the bathtub while the baby mouse is taking a dump, and then Minnie Mouse comes in wearing a bikini. What the fuck is this? Have you seen this shit on YouTube? It's it's like it's for 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 like it's for kids and stuff. It's this ain't for kids, homie. But it's That's so not for we- kids. It's I wouldn't super want, like I'm, kids like peeing and pooing and they think it's funny but like i don't want them to see their like my daughter loves Minnie mouse and i'm not sure how she would react to Minnie mouse pissing on someone yeah this ain't cool i think do you you know what i feel like that would traumatize her but for example this this one i'm just looking at is like mickey mouse babies pee on the Minnie mouse bathtub family finger song nursery rhymes number two it's like right it's like do you know what i think it is right this is what, you this know is what, my... though? Like, I know that that exists, but what's wrong with just some good old-fashioned London bridges falling down? Like, you know, <laughs> I never hurt anybody. Well, th- yeah. Why don't me... we just stick to the the golden oldies instead of, like, trying know... to shake things up? You're like, right. Minnie Mouse is pissing in Mickey's mouth, <laughs> pissing in Mickey's mouth. <laughs> you know, we don't need to. It's fine. Uh, London Bridge is fine. Like, it, it's been around for a while. Try tested and true. We don't need to subject our kids to to people Spider-Man pissing. Spider Man likes to shit on a cat. 
Spider-Man likes to felch Mickey Mouse, <laughs> felch Mickey Mouse. You know, like, we don't need this. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't, we don't need it. No, but the thing is, I, I think it's like a... Well, a lot of people have said, oh, it's, it's like search terms. So if you don't know about this, it's basically this, this spate of weird, weird shit on YouTube. It's been going on for ages. It's like kids-oriented. And basically what kids do is, uh, so many kids now, you see them, they are just on iPads and they're just browsing through YouTube videos. And it's, it's part of the reason why a lot of these Minecraft oh, channels are quite oh, popular. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, you can see. I mean, I'm, with my kids as well, we don't even let them go on YouTube that much. But anytime they're given even half the chance, they're on there looking up nursery rhymes or and it, it's crazy how easy it is to navigate for them they can yeah. they can get around like it's nuts and there is like, this like youtube small. kids section as well which has like somewhat approved stuff on it um yeah you know to, to make sure that's sort of safe for kids and stuff and also there are some safeguards but mostly there's a lot of it, you end up looping around right to like weird video it's like related it's like the relate you know what happens when you click if you keep clicking a related video over and over again it's gonna go weird yeah eventually you get to the weird part of youtube it's yeah. like sometimes when you go away and leave your pc on and it's been like auto playing youtube videos and you're like what the fuck i've just watched 10 <laughs> stampy videos how has Why this happened is mickey mouse shitting on <laughs> minnie's chest again <laughs> where <laughs> am i <laughs> The other thing is kids copy everything they fucking see. Yeah, that's the they other thing. They copy everything. Yeah. Daddy, daddy, what? Why Why did, insert older sibling's name here, shit on my tummy? <laughs> well, well, let's ask them. Why did you shit on, insert younger sibling's name here, tummy? <laughs> because Mickey did it to Spider-Man, and I'm Mickey, and he was Spider-Man, so I shit on his my, my son came home from school the other day and he did like the dab, dab the haters thing with the fucking put his like arms like the, the, the thing and, and stuff. He and dabbed. He dabbed he, is yeah, what yeah. you're trying to and, say. Um, and my wife was like, what the fuck is he doing? And I was like, honestly, I don't fucking know. Like, uh, like I'm on the internet a lot and I've seen that before and I still don't fucking know what it is or what it means. What, the dab? Well, like, I mean, I, I, I loosely get it. I've never like, you know, but my... Five-year-old son has come home from school and he's done that. So, like, I don't know what the fuck, like, his friends at school are, like, watching on YouTube. They're, they're dabbing, I guess. Yeah, but, like... Do you know what? Do you know what our, do I'm you not remember? sure that it sits well with me, you know? Like, I don't think that my five-year-old son should be memeing in real but life. But don't worry about that. Don't worry about dabbing, all right? Here's the thing. Th does anybody still Harlem Shake? Do you remember the Harlem Shake? <laughs> that no was a real that. flash in the pan. I mean, right. that lasted but for it, a but week. But so's dabbing, dude. That's all the same shit. The internet now, fat, I mean, in my day, fads were around for a few years before they got old. Because it took true, that long, actually, yeah. took that long to, to, I think the word is promulgate. Yeah. I think that's it. it might, I'm going to Google if promulgate is the right word. No, it sounds about right. That's where you, all of your little dudes to parachute out. To promote or out, make right? widely known, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, when that's I what you promulgate do every day my when seed, you see exactly. <laughs> when right. I promulgate my seed or a, a meme, right now it is the internet, it's promulgated much more quickly. It's out there in the wild like that. In those, you know, a few years ago, pre-internet, it took years for shit to promulgate. Now you get daily promulgation. It's ridiculous. I feel like you're trying to say propagate, but maybe no, you... no, no, promulgate. All oh, right, okay, yeah. So, 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 like, I, I, like this whole like thing on YouTube is is a 
evolutionary thing, right? So basically what people do is they see what keywords are hot, like Spider-Man, Mickey Mouse, and they'll Dumping. make videos <laughs> and do shit deliberately to, to cater for those hot fucking keywords, right? And then what they'll do yeah. is they'll... They're, they're, so I think what it's a combination of just quantity, right? So they just pick these, these shit YouTube channels... In, I don't know, Russia. It could be like this Russian troll oh, farm. You know what? Well, you know what I found as well? well? I think there's a lot of like animation houses based out of India who like absolutely saturate YouTube with like children's content. Cause I'm not even I'm I'm not even joking. Watch like any nursery rhyme video, and it's it's an Indian woman with a heavy like Indian English accent singing songs. And and the animation is I mean, I don't want to be rude. Like, I probably couldn't do much better. But then again, I'm not like... But I agree. Like, th- holy there fuck, be, the animation is it's, fucking terrible. It's just like, being swamped, okay? And all they need fuck. to do is for a couple of them to, to get caught up in YouTube's net of, you know, cut the, the recommendations. The right keywords, and, right? Yeah, and yeah, I think exactly. that's why the, a lot of this stuff, like the pissing and the pooping, has come about. Because I think what happens is, right, you get the kids looking for Mickey Mouse and Spider-Man, but you get the adults looking for pissing and, you know, all the sick pooping. stuff, right? On YouTube, though? Like, there's, no, other, I don't know. There's, I just, there's other tube I'm just networks it out there, but then I think what happens is that the search available. history of the kids and the search history of the dads get blended together on the iPad. Oh, you end up with some holy grain. Right, an unholy see. grail of the perfect search history, which hits both everyone who uses the iPad. Oh, right. I guess that's why my daughter was watching like awkward Minnie Mouse being choked videos the other day. <laughs> I guess it was just a just a weird sort of um, you know like brewing pot of my search results and hers. I weird. don't know. To know, anyway. I've just sort of thrown that out there as a, as a no. I think it's just yeah. it's just the way YouTube's shitty algorithm happens to work is that you end up with this this weird shit getting promoted. And also it's kind of tough to like sometimes tell whether something, because the amount they're creating, they, 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 you know, I think in Eastern Europe and India, like you said, like I reckon there's just these animation houses creating this stuff. Like, yeah, and just where they're probably just out. like, we're going to pay you guys all very, very little. And can you guys just all work on getting together as many nursery rhyme videos as possible? We yeah, want to we'll, publish we'll just, about a thousand a month. We'll mash them then, out on loads of different channels. We'll put loads of different keywords. And yeah. then some of them will just stick. It's like sometimes that happens. Like I remember Terps, Terps has got his South Park, original South Park playthrough right on YouTube. And one of the episodes was like, I think he named it like Mum Fucks Kid or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh and that God. one has like a million views. And the rest have oh like my five. God. You know, and it's wow. just like episode 44. In the middle, just has a fucking shitload of views, and sometimes YouTube just grabs these videos and throws them out. And you know, if these animation houses can can make like you know a couple of grand out of each of those, you know, just through YouTube ads, like while it sticks around and before it eventually gets someone removes it. But you know, it's tough to even tell. Like I think if YouTube were to check all these videos one by one, you know, they they would never end up fucking. No one, uh, no one knows, right? First of all, hardly anyone really watches what their kids are watching. First of all, it's probably like a lot of people just think it's innocent. Oh, it's just fun. Like, you know, where's the line as well? Like, where's the line on this shit? You know, when, like, when is it? Because kids are talking about shitting and pissing and stuff all the time. But, you know, where's the line? You know? Yeah, well, it's not, it's not, um, it's not like in a set, they, they don't have any, they're not like sexual kids, right? They don't have any concept of that. So like they, they wouldn't like have any sort of concept of arousal, like in and around shitting and pissing, like a, like a demented adult would sort of thing. But yeah, even then, yeah. like, even if it didn't have any, like any, any actual sexual content or, or, or perverted content like that, maybe if it just had 
like just just a creepy fat Spider Man in a like in kids a like costume, shitting and pissing, but they laugh know. about farting and shitting and pissing in their pants, which is yeah, very so do different. we. To be fair, but yeah, well, I, mean, I do too. Yeah, but like I don't get a boner while I'm talking about yeah, that, exactly. That's sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. and then we have multiple levels to when we yeah, joke I mean, about if, stuff. In actual fact, it's I have like a reverse boner when I'm talking about shitting my pants. Like that's not something. I, I it's ever, gross, man. It I don't really know is gross, man. My shit stinks. Like I, it, there's yeah, no I other place for it but the toilet. Like, oh, and even then, sometimes I feel bad for the toilet. I'm like, geez, that's not just one of those things. Like some people just like boo. Some people like asses. Some people like legs. You know that. Yeah. Some people like like the, the weird stuff. Like I want to shit on you, or I want you to shit on me. Yeah, stuff. that's that, a that, bit weird. Some something has happened in your past, and that's become your hang-up. Like, it's, that's not just a fetish. That's like a mental hang-up about something. Yeah. I'd love to know more about what it is, but there's something going on. Nobody just one day goes, huh, I really like uh, someone shitting on me. You know, that's it's, it's, that's something that's in you yeah. from a very, very or early age. Or eating shit as well. I mean, how the fuck do you... Yeah. You know, like the you, like the two girls, one cup and stuff. Like, how the fuck are you not barfing your fucking I've brains out? I've never watched out? it. Like, never watched it. Managed to avoid it. Whilst eating shit. Like, but it's it, a classic <laughs> shock thing, right? It's, a, it, it's, it's just more... like a... We're, we're, we've got to be hard-coded at a very base level to not eat <laughs> yeah, our own yeah. shit. Hey, like, you have to move, train past let's that. Let's move on. Let's let's move on from shitting and pissing because I I just felt like no that's enough it's enough um it's right. it's Christmas by the way uh, yeah this, this Merry podcast Christmas is, everybody is going out on like the fucking sixth Fuck. or seventh of December I don't know if there's going to be any other podcast in December but we will try our best to record we'll try them. our best and they'll be yeah. definitely will we? more they'll definitely be more, will we try be, our best be more Christmas well uh, let's let's put some context to our best okay for me my best is like. I feel a bit groggy today. I think I'm just going to take a week off. So Yeah, I've been sick for two weeks, and right. I, I've still turned up for recordings, Chris. All I'm saying is you could learn a thing or two from Papa Flax. Well, what the fuck, All man? Right. I haven't ditched out on any recordings. Uh-huh. He hasn't. Like what? No, I can't think of any. I want I some dates and times, my friend, right, because um, I'm pretty sure I showed up to everything on. I needed to. Bare <laughs> I minimum. I have a spreadsheet. Right, me, okay. Uh, right, I've got spreadsheets on. too. I've so, got so, spreadsheets too, guys, so. Let me just load up my, my spreadsheet. Hold on. Here we go. Wait, right. I'm just entering the, the search formula. Okay. Hold on. And the results are? Yeah, you're clean. Uh, you're good. Okay, good. Phew. Man, I was really worried there for a minute. No, it's okay. You're good. You're good. Hey, so listen. Um, I I just want to I just want to let it be known before I forget. I did watch The Apprentice this week, and I caught up on the last week's one as well. And I can tell you that uh, The Apprentice that I watched last night. This is the UK Apprentice with uh, Lord Sugar, Alan Sugar himself. Uh, was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to watch in my life. Wow, it was. I mean, cringe doesn't even cover it. Holy crap! I had to close my eyes and plug oh, my no. ears as well. It was so bad. Like, give there me was the rundown. Some... What was so bad? So the so the task this time was uh, they had to make like a recipe in a box. You know, like the you know you go to the if you go to the grocery store now, um, it has you can buy like a box with everything that you need to prepare like a like a prepared meal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, say you yeah. want to make a curry, a chicken curry. This box would have all the raw ingredients and then really fucking foolproof instructions on how to right, cr- prepare right, right. this this dish, right? So so the task was they had to um, do this themselves. They had to come up with like branding for it. They had to you know figure out what they wanted to uh, what the, you know the the dish that they wanted to create. They had to create the dish 
And then they had to sort of do like almost – they had to do a presentation to uh, a bunch of big wigs from supermarkets and whatever like in the UK. And then, you know, you won the task if if they chose yours more over the other ones, right? So like uh, – but the actual presentations, one group thought that they were doing like a cooking show. And oh my god. And they were trying to like – they they were dressed up as salt and pepper shakers and they were making these fucking terrible jokes and they just sucked at presenting and oh god it was really fucking awful jesus the crowd was just like not laughing at anything and they just looked pissed off and like <laughs> apparently some of the food was burnt and stuff and oh fuck i can't i couldn't believe it it was Good awful god. it was really really fucking tough to get I think through. you know the worst thing about the apprentice for me is that if you're, let's say you're really, really good at being on The Apprentice, right? How much of the shit, because the show has to have variety. Like, it's basically sure. a variety kind of show, it right? Is, so you've yeah. got to have, you can't have every week they put together a very careful and considered business plan. No, but you know what? I think it would meetings. be watchable if they were actually competent and successful in the tasks. But every task Maybe. just seems to be a fucking train wreck that they just scrape yeah, through. Because they, they want to make it something that's like funky, uh, hilarious, good TV. Like they that's, also, that's their yeah, whole thing, there's right? No way they they recruit competent people. It's like classically, in the Christ, it's that classic. Uh, story about the crystal maze like was it ben who had a friend and the guys who were were gonna be on the crystal maze or whatever and so they went in for the interview and they like you know completed a couple of challenges they were okay and they were like no you're too good we can't have you on the show that's it like literally that's it for the apprentice they literally are like well we okay the top 50 percent of people you're not on the top 60 percent of people you're, you're too good we want the bottom fucking scrapings of idiots we want oh, the scrubs we want those no. guys who come in for an interview and they're fucking hopeless and you're like Ugh. yeah you're a fucking idiot you're not getting this job you're on the apprentice perfect there's just, that's there's who we such, want there's such understand? bullshitters like they just bullshit all the time like I, yeah. I know like people are like that in general like i've worked with many in the past who just get by by bullshitting but Oh, fuck, it's tedious to watch. It's tedious to have to experience in real life, and it just sucks to watch as well, really. I'd, like, I'd, I'd, I would watch a show where they were really it's fucking that, good. It's that classic television, though. People love that cringe television. It's what's oh, really I caught don't. on. I, I find it's, it it's everywhere. No, it's, it, I find it awful. I, but yeah. It's all like that. Everyone TV likes to like laugh that. at people worse than them. Everyone likes to see celebs without makeup. Everyone likes to see people fail. Everyone likes to see people high and mighty try their best and then fail because it makes them feel better yeah. about themselves. When does this become? Yeah, the norm. When did this become TV? I want to see success. I want to feel worse about myself it's when I watch TV. It's a matter of evolution. <laughs> That's I'm the thing. sitting it's like, there it's in my popular. undies eating ice cream. Like, I'm already feeling pretty bad. Like, just make me feel a little bit worse. I deserve it. I'm an asshole. It is evolution, though. It's like it's like people watch this, people talk about this, and that's why. The, the reason that we aren't talking about other TV shows right now is because this is successful. This is a successful formula, and it that's is, why they keep making it. Do you understand? I don't watch TV. Fuck it's TV. It's not rocket science. It's evolution. It's like I don't just... really watch t that much TV either, actually. I mean, I quite like the I like the format of The Apprentice, but, man, the contestants just drive me fucking nuts. Like, They're supposed to. You know what show I used I know, to like was know, Dra Dragon's but... Den. I liked Dragon's Den. I, but Dragon's right? Den was another other one it was guaranteed every single person and it's like it's like these people have never watched the show before they come yeah, in and they value the their part. business at a million pounds and yeah. and that is just like the 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 fucking red flag that goes up for every one on the panel the dragons 
to say, you're fucking full of shit. Like, yeah. there's no way you're selling a million pounds worth of stickers in like three months or whatever your stupid yeah. business idea is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. But they They're always all, do it's it. It's always consistently. some stupid thing. I've yeah. come up with a new kind of doorstop. Uh, and uh, I value my business at four billion pounds. Yeah. Like they, and they'll write it down and they're yeah. like, okay, uh, Peter Jones has a question. Yeah, I've got a question for you. I'm just looking at your valuation here and it, it looks completely bonkers to me, quite honestly, bonkers. Four billion pound valuation. How do you get that yeah. valuation? He looks like personally well, offended every yeah, single he really time. Does. <laughs> and they, they'll always be like, well, we looked at the cost of our unit, which is eight pounds, and our profit on that is five pounds. And we counted the number of doors in the country and we multiplied the profit by the number of doors in the country. And that's what we came out with, four billion. They're like, you know, it, it's literally like that. You, we assume we're going to sell our doorstop to everybody who owns a door. Yeah. And they're going to have they one of our even, doorstops they, they on have every like, door. They have no contracts. They have no, like, yeah. nobody is, like, using them for supply. Nothing. Like Nobody like, wants it. It yeah. doesn't even work. Like, it's a piece of garbage, yeah, but yeah. it's worth $4 Theoretically, billion. it's worth yeah. $4 billion, but... We haven't actually. And that's only the UK. We're going to scale it up internationally. Yeah. This thing's going to be worth a trillion dollars. Oh, the doorstop company. Man, that's how they work. Man. Yeah. I mean, I like Dragon's Den as well. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but like I used to, I used to watch it about as regularly as The Apprentice sort of thing. You know, we'd make right. a point to like set aside the time to watch it and yeah. stuff, and it was good fun sort of thing. But like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't now know. The, the, the things I watch now, like I watch the nature document, like the the Blue Planet two. I'm watching that at the moment. I oh. watch reruns of stuff, and I'll watch uh, Strictly Come Dancing, but only the intro because it's such an amazing piece of television. The way they do this show, and they like the camera changes. The the, the professional shots, dancers are phenomenal. It's amazing. Like, they are. I mean, it's incredible. just if you look at it as a Saturday night piece of telly, and really it's absolute like, gold. You know, if that's what you're doing, that's your profession. I I feel like Strictly Come Dancing is like the, you know, like one of the best things that you could do like for your career, bar none, oh, sort yeah. of thing. Like, cause, I mean, they're household names. Yeah, because what other like opportunities are there for you to like get a really big name in dancing that like spills yeah. into like you know sort of like mass media? There there isn't. It's just like it it, it just doesn't happen. Like you could be like some renowned renowned dancer like or, or whatever, but like. You know, most people won't have heard of you unless they're really interested in going to like like a ballet or like whatever, yeah. some sort of dance. I don't even know. Like I, like, I don't. I don't really watch the show. I just watch the intro. They're very first, first five minutes. Quintessentially British, right? Like Bake Off yeah. and Strictly are very British shows. You know, I I feel like they're a combination of you know people putting themselves on the line and kind of embarrassing themselves a little bit, a little bit like I'm a celebrity or like. You know, get me out of here. They, I think I mean, no, that's it, like the very opposite like, end. I feel like MasterChef, I, I find every time I've watched it, the people who are on it seem competent. They seem to be able to cook. Like the stuff that they make looks pretty good. Like you can tell they've thought about it and stuff. And like, yeah, and I mean, certainly obviously the, it's, it's the more it chugs on to the different. end of the series, like, you know, like but when at the same you have time, like, the like finalists and it's stuff. Like it's taking celebrities out of their comfort zone and making them kind of putting them, put them on pressure. In it. But at the same time, being quite quite british and quite cozy i guess television with it with a yeah. little a bit of that 
fake drama thrown in. It's like, oh, yeah. James is is James is angry with Tim because Tim has borrowed his salt shaker and not returned it. But by the way, <laughs> to while, British while, people, it's like while they're whoa, arguing, Janine's what? souffle is, has been yeah. in the oven for thirty seconds too long, <laughs> and she's not paying attention. Uh, oh no, my souffle's been in the oven for thirty seconds too long, and man, I'm not being paying attention. I, I think my my favorite British show still, and I'm sure they do them other places. It's not just in Britain, but I feel like it 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 works better in Britain because of the state of housing in Britain. It's homes under the hammer because, man, do they ever get some stinkers. And oh, they make wow. them look really fucking nice in the end, too. It's crazy. Like, I don't think there's any other country in the world where, like, some of the housing in Britain is just really trash. Like, it's, yeah. it can be really fucking bad. But it's still worth, like, half a million pounds. Yeah, right? when it's all done yeah. and everything. But, like, it always amazes me that, like, they, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, my friend's a roofer and he came in and did the job for free. And so you're like, wow, OK, great. I mean, it's good. But no, Homes Under the Hammer is, is really good. I like oh, you that. know, what? another show I've been watching recently is this one where it's like MasterChef. It's got um, I think it's Prue Leith is one of the, the, the people or someone like that. And some other guy, the Italian chef, uh, I can't remember his name. And it's like a family comes in. Right. And it's like families cooking competitively so you'll have like the smith family against the uh, you know some other family and they're sort of they have to cook a dish and prepare it and they come to their home and they cook them a lovely meal and stuff that was a good show like i actually really enjoyed that i don't know why it was good it was good i like cookery shows sometimes but i, I i'll sit and watch it if mrs f is watching it but i'll, I'll never go out of my way to watch no it. hell like, no anything. that's the thing my my like TV for me is is very much like my wife wants to watch something and asks if I want to watch it with her and then I'm like yeah okay sure that sounds fine sort of thing yeah. but I would never seek it out I myself never. like if, yeah. if 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 my wife never asked me to watch TV I would occupy all of my spare time exclusively to playing video games like yeah, I just like literally be <laughs> yeah. in here 24 hours a day yeah. and the, the thing is like we grew up in an era when TV was all that people watched like there was no fucking like you know if you rented a movie that was like a friday night or a saturday night's treat thing oh man you, Mo you didn't have renting a movie movies was night. awesome you remember you used to get like the big bundles i don't know if you you guys had this but like i i, I remember like on friday after school we get home my parents would get home from work at like five or six or whatever uh we'd eat some dinner and usually because it was Friday, it would just be something like, you know, like pizza or something like that, yeah, something yeah. that they didn't have to prepare. And then everybody would get in the car and we'd go to the movie store and we would literally rent like 20 movies. <laughs> and then that was us the whole weekend, just like movies wow. or video games and stuff. It was awesome. God, I loved it. It was so good. We'd get to watch. But no, like, I mean, so so that's us, right? So think how much TV young people must be watching. Yeah, I mean, that's If you're listening true, to yeah. this podcast, and you're like 17 or 18 years old. Be honest, how much TV do you watch? I'd love to know. Like, there must be some kind of fucking survey out there. I don't know. Because I, when I stream, I'm sure you're the same, Chris, right? The same people tune in every night to watch me stream. Like, I stream pretty much every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. And I see the same people in chat every time, and I'm oh, like... Oh, absolutely, yeah. This is crazy. Like, I mean, a lot of them have me on the second monitor, so they're not really paying attention, which is fine. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I, I don't really pay attention I to have, I've always got a stream open on a second yeah, monitor. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, yeah, you just got it on. Yeah. But in the old days, you'd, you'd be on the TV. Also, a lot of people watch on their phones. 
So yeah. I'll be streaming and someone's like, oh, I'm in a lecture right now. I'm like, damn. So they're in a lecture in university with their phone in their lap watching me play Dota instead of getting an education. Yeah, I mean, the gonna... alternative to that is just like what I did at school is just not go to the lectures. Like I, I, <laughs> yeah, I never literally. listened anyway, so I just stayed home. Like I, I bought all the books that I needed. I had all the course material and stuff. And I just basically, I might as well just done it, have done it like, you know, correspondence learning or whatever, you yeah. know, like, because um, I never went to the lectures. It was just such a pain in the ass to get out there to them. Some of them were so early in the morning that it was just like, I, I never learned anything from going to the lectures. Like it was just awful. There was one lecture, you know, I was I was talking about this the other day on Discord with the, some of my guys and a lot of them at university, a lot of my students and stuff. And there was one lecture, like at the start of every year, you'd got your timetable of all the modules that you'd have to do that year and everything. And we'd look through it and the ones that were called things like networking for businesses and stuff. You go, oh, I could learn that off the course sheet. I don't need a lecture for that. The ones about database, like how to actually code a proper database and how to structure it, you're going to that lecture. The one of this guy, it was a procedural uh, computing language. I think it was something called procedural. It's, it was called Z or Z. And it was basically a way to formally structure what the program was going to do with this mathematical notation. It was incredibly hard, right. this lecture, right? It was like the densest fucking lecture that we had. So difficult. And the lectures were the best attended. There was like 100% attendance of these lectures because it's an important module. And it was so hard that we needed to be in the class with the lecturer and he would explain it. And so we could put hands up and say, can you explain that again? And there was a whole one week, the whole lecture was on recursion. So if you've not done any programming, the, the, the programmer's joke for recursion is if you look recursion up in the dictionary, it just says see recursion. Yeah. Right. That's it. So you just keep looking, <laughs> you know, so a recursive loop is just it, it basically it keeps doing it and doing it, but it's calling itself which is a very fucked up kind of idea. And you're like, how does it ever not do that? You know, it's sort of like the, the idea of a recursive loop is, is kind of tricky because it's like saying, you know, to, to understand how this works, you need to read this book. And when you reopen the book, it says, to understand how this works, you need to read this book. And so, you know, you can't continually cycling through. So it's, it's crazy. So that lecture blew a lot of people's minds. We're all in there, like 100% attendance. But most of the lectures, the guy gets up, he's reading off a sheet, he's writing the notes on the board, and that's it. He can give you the fucking sheet and you can read it at home. And when you get the coursework, the questions are dead simple. You look at the coursework, you read the notes, bosh, you're done. I mean, that, that's, that was most of university for me. So I could see why people can look at their fucking phones. Most lectures, I just wanted to turn up so that they didn't think I was had not, you know, that I dropped the course or whatever. I was still at university. Yeah. But God, I must have missed like 50% of my uh, fucking... No, lecture. me too. Oh, man, I missed even more. But the problem with me was that um, I went to I went to school in the same city that I lived in, right? Like, so I still lived with my parents at the time. I was like... That's got to suck. 21, I guess, when I started going to, so to college. Um, so it was like... I had to take a bus to the other side of the city and all, all in all, one trip from where my parents lived to school was an hour and a half of busing, like just one way and then back again, like, you know, in the evening or whatever. Um, so like at first, you know, it was just like, oh, you, you know, this is all new and fresh and I've got to go. I got to be there. And like, you know, I made a couple of like friends that like, you know, we, we spoke to back then it was MSN messenger. That was like the big thing. Like that's what you yeah. used. Right. So I got them all on, on messenger and then, and then slowly over time I went less and less and less until basically I just boycotted going altogether. 
because uh, I just like I had the books. I just knew where to find like everything that I needed. Like I knew when everything was due and stuff. And then so I just stay home, play Counter Strike like all day. And then <laughs> fucking uh, whenever I needed to actually do something, I just get on MSN and speak to somebody who'd actually gone right. to the lectures and say like, what you know, what do I need to do? And they tell me, and then I would just turn up for exams or to like hand stuff in, and that was it. Yeah, like it was just. Fuck me. Like it was lectures were just like such a write off for me. Like I just, yeah, I'm not the type of person who can sit there and listen to people and like, and (laughs) soak it in. Like it's just, I can't do it. Like I have to, I just have to do and do and do and try and try Like maybe I'm nuts or something, but like I'm very sort of like, I learn when I'm doing stuff like hands on and trying stuff. Like, I can't. I can't just listen to somebody explain something to me and then. Do I find. It. I find it very, very hard. I, I mean, my daughter, my my oldest daughter, she's terrible at listening. And when I, she got her report at the end of last year, and it was, it was great. Like I actually cried. Her report was so good. I was so proud of her. And you know, it was fantastic. And I was telling her it was great. And it's all good, good. Like it's all like above expectation. Everything. Like they don't list it as A, B, C at that age. It's just like she's where she should be. She's she's not where she should be, or she's ahead of where she should be. And everything was ahead of where she should be, apart from the art, religious education, which was, she didn't give a shit about. And I was like, I don't care. And the other bit was um, listening. The listening skills need work. And I was like. I'm going to have to talk to the teacher about that. And he goes, well, she just kind of gets all distant and she's off in her own dream world and she doesn't really pay attention. And I'm like, shit, I can't really, I criticize her for it and I say she shouldn't do it, but that's me. Uh, like, yeah. That is literally me. I mean, me. I think that's pretty much everyone. Like, no, it's really not. Uh, that's, this is what I've discovered, is I assumed everybody was like this, but they're really not. Like, a lot of people really listen and pay attention. Man, I'm and like... I, the- I would come out of lectures or come out of a conversation and, like, Mrs. F... She does this all the time. We'll we'll go. We'll talk to someone very briefly, and later on, she'll say, "Can you believe what so and so said?" I'm like, "Who said what?" And she'll have to remind me of the entire conversation. I'll forget stuff that I spoke to someone about the day before. She doesn't. Like some people just don't. She fucking remembers the. Con- she has a conversation with someone. She remembers it. Yeah. She goes to a talk. She remembers the talk. There are people like that. People start talking like to me, and I just instantly I start thinking of like Mickey taking a dump on Minnie's chest and stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm in, I'm in some weird yeah. sort of like uh, you know scat fetish disney you know mashup and that you know that's it i'm, I'm thinking about I'm that right now yeah, yeah me too yeah i think the future will see more kind of i don't know even when i was at uni i was thinking like fuck you know i could do all this from home couldn't i you know and and yeah. i think that it, with thing the thing is when i went though the technology more. wasn't quite there i think nowadays especially you could do absolutely everything from you never need to physically go to a school now like i like if i went to school again now i wouldn't i would never go like and i would feel fine about at the that. same time like we all thought that this would happen right like 10 years ago we all thought oh second life's a thing you could just go into a school classroom there you can just get your lecture notes from there you can have a, even a teacher can like broadcast himself from his or her bedroom you know and teach us like yeah. streaming yeah you know we thought that this would happen and it hasn't at all like, like nothing just like changed. skype your your tutor or whatever and say, i mean like, i'm sure like some elements of that must be happening but like generally it feels like the majority of stuff is still done in person and the majority yeah. of i think the, the, the reason for that is simple though right if yeah. you think about it the reason for it is that you have to pay to go to fucking university how do you know 
that the, if you're Skype in your class or whatever, that the, there's not just a bunch of other people freeloading on that lecture who haven't paid to attend university and are going to fucking, you know, learn. You, if Wouldn't you that learn be stuff, absolutely terrible gotta, if people were able to just learn for free? I know, imagine that. Imagine you that kind of world. For That's free. not the fucking world I want to live in. Exactly. I want I want poor people to stay uneducated. Yeah. All right? And only the rich deserve knowledge. Uh, yeah. And if you're poor... Fucking and you can't afford education, guess you. what? You can borrow the money, you can borrow the money, and you can fucking pay it back, you piece of shit, and you don't get a fucking house, burn in hell! <laughs> so, um, so, so in Jersey, where I live, they're doing, they, they've, they've just announced that they're going to uh, pay uh, tuitions for, for every islander that wants to go to university, uh, where their like family income is below 150000 a year, cool. and they'll pay half tuition fees for families that earn over 150,000 a year which is fantastic isn't it like it's a it's a small place so i guess they could do it sort of thing yeah you got to spend but like all that it, apple profits somehow well that's it yeah but it's 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 a it's a good commitment though isn't it to to sort of getting people uh, like you know there's like anywhere like even jersey being a small place you know there's there are a lot of people who are like on benefits like rely on like social housing and stuff like that and I feel like I don't know. Like just, just when I I read that, it just it just seemed like such a good thing, you know. Like so, somebody who maybe uh, is you know with a, with a family who don't have a lot of money or or don't have a background of like you know being educated or whatever, it, it gives them the chance to finish school and then go to university and like and get an education like a like a further education and potentially you know land a really fucking good job and make you know make a good living sort of thing. Just Social get, mobility is that's the only gets, way to solve gets them poverty. out of the yeah. out of the rut, right? Like gets them out of the. I mean, that's the thing is if you if it's you a cycle. Limit, it's totally yeah, a but cycle. If, exactly. If you limit access to good jobs to people whose families already have good jobs, yeah. What are you What are you doing? Like, why Why would you ever think that's a good idea? And no, think about it's... it this way. Let Let's say you're. A, I, I've thought this for a while. Let's say you're a heartless industrialist. Yeah. Right. You're like one of those big fat guys with a cigar and a top hat. Ah, I got the factory. Ah, get the workers. I don't want to pay them more than a dime an hour, but the goddamn government makes me pay them a nickel an hour. Yeah. Garbage. Ah, yeah. Bro. Whatever. So it's like Winston Churchill, like if like like fused like together with guy. Trump. If, if the yeah. Monopoly guy was like a real guy, right? Yeah. If you, you're that guy, let's say you're looking at poor people and think scroungers, and you're like Alan Sugar's like, oh, self-made, I made me. You know, like we talked about this the other week. Oh, I made my millions myself. I don't need that fucking handouts. All these poor people need to pull their finger out. Most people aren't like you. If you want a society where you can have educated workers, Mister Industrialist. Right? Why would you pass over the chance to get some really talented people who just had a shit start in life? Even looking at it that way, as as of the most heartless conservative possible, you have all these people out there that you're you're passing over on automatically. They might be brilliant. They might be the geniuses that you desperately need in your stupid fucking doorstop making business. <laughs> and you're just you're just Valued saying at nah, four fuck billion it. a year. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, but like it's... If even like like health, if you're looking at healthcare and you're saying people should have to pay for it, even if you're the monopoly man and you've got a factory making doorstops, if your workers are getting sick and they can't work because they're all getting sick and you've got to retrain new ones, even from your perspective, paying for healthcare should surely be a good thing because having healthy customers and healthy workers is good for everybody. I, I just don't get it, man. I don't fucking get it. It's the way she fucking goes, Flax. It's just the way she fucking goes. You know, sometimes she goes, sometimes you know, she doesn't. You know, I was thinking um, when you guys were talking about porn earlier, I was thinking this is something I've thought for a while, right? <laughs> right. 
Okay. We weren't so, really talking about porn, but sure. We, yeah, always we, we, we touched talk on about it. Porn. We touched on it. So I, I've been thinking, I right? Didn't touch the, the, guy, the, the guys that make uh, porn, yeah. okay, I think a lot of them are frustrated filmmakers who have fallen into <laughs> pornography. Absolutely. And, yeah. Right. And they're like, they wanted to make like the, the, a great Western yeah. or like a really good drama or something like that. And these cameramen and the editors and the directors and all the rest of it, they're like, well, no movie studios will take my ideas, so it's, it's, I'm just going to make porn. I mean, have you seen anyone who works here, PFLAX? You've just employed everyone in our office as well. Like, all of everyone, everyone didn't think they'd end up drawing pictures of a fucking stupid dwarf every day or, or like, editing some <laughs> dumbass podcast together. Right. Like, they, so, that, yeah, you know, they, they thought, thought they were going like to be making right? the next, they thought they were going to be the next exactly, fucking, exactly. you know, Stanley Kubrick making the next but, but fucking they're not, But they're not making porn, right? They're not making porn. So the guys that are making porn, this is my favourite part of it. No, no, this is my favourite part of it. If you watch like porn, not not the stuff that's just like a hand cam and the guy's just filming his dick going into a woman. Like he's literally just filming it. Like, oh, you won't believe this. Look at this. Oh, oh, oh. He's filming it. <laughs> Listen uh, to the noise. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about where there's like a set and there's lights and they've carefully just lit stay it. Stay there in that bathtub, Minnie. Stay yeah. there. You just wait, Minnie, wait there. Mickey, when I wave my arm like this, you enter, you deliver your line. Well, hi there, Minnie. Looks like you need someone to shit on your tummy. Daddy needs a poo. You do, you deliver that line. Wait, right? wait, wait no, Spider but, but Man, the, you're gonna have to come in at this Spider point. Spider Man, when I when I wave my left arm, you swing in on your web and you jizz all over everything, and then you <laughs> zip on out of there. Okay? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, thumbs up, you know. So they're ready to go. But the the director there, he's like putting the scene together in his mind. So he's like, that you you know they have the shots like it's a TV show. Like they'll have a shot, like they'll have a conversation shot. There's like an over the shoulder, like convo. So I can't remember what they call that. Uh, one on one. Like there's a, a specific term for when you shoot it with one person's looking at the other person and you film it over their shoulder, but it's like forced perspective. So they're actually looking. Uh, you look it up anyway. So th they'll have those kind of shots and then they'll have the cutaway shot for the editor, right? So anytime you're filming something, if you have a transition shot, you need to cut to something else. And often they're like, well, shit, if we're filming a woman, getting fucked and we're like from her perspective like you know we're looking at her face and the dude's behind you can't really see him how can i cut from this to the 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 the, the shot they always do for like two minutes of any any porno film which is un underneath between the legs when you see the guy's ball sack hanging down and he's just so you can make just almost like this is the proof if we have to go to court and prove these people fucked Look at this shot. This is a two-minute shot, a static shot of this guy's dick banging away with his balls slapping all over the place. <laughs> Got to make sure we get that shot, right? But before they go from the face shot with, you know, where we're looking at her face and he's behind her, and we cut to the ball shot, we need a cutaway shot. They can't cut to the scenery because you can't cut away from the action, right? So they cut to the dude's face because there's nothing else to cut to of him going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is good, oh, yeah. All the dudes oh, watching God. this are like, don't fucking show the dude's face. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> but they have to because they're filmmakers. Nobody wants to see the dude's face when he's fucking this girl, but they always have to cut to his face because the editors are like, you've got to give me something to cut to. So like, oh, fine, we'll shoot three minutes of this guy. He's clearly not having sex when they cut to his face. It's just like a shot of him gurning and going, ah, yeah, this is good. Ah. You look it up, you'll see it in a lot of pornos. Nice. Okay. Jeez, I, I, I won't be able to unsee that. I never that watch now. pornos, so I don't know what you're talking about. No, I about. don't know what you mean. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sure. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I, I had a few things to say, but I've lost them along the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, this has been a this has been a crazy one. This is what happens when we miss a week. Look, everybody's yeah. got a million things that they want to say, 
Um, listen, let's talk about video games for two seconds because I want right. to brag about how good my Commander Iron Man XCOM 2 War of the Chosen Run's going. Holy fuck, boys. Like, it's going good. I played, I, I did a, a Chosen mission yesterday, okay, where, like, um, you know, I had all, all three of the missions done. I went in to, uh, to kill a Chosen. Yeah. Uh, we, we were fighting the Chosen, and my Grenadier... Who happened to have a, um, what's the mod where you get executions? Is it a repeater? I want to say it's a repeater. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that's even a mod. It, it, I it, think that's just mod. in the game. It procs very, very, very rarely. 5%. Um, yeah. And so. No, no. Some of them are 10%. So oh, I'm, yeah. fighting, I'm fighting the assassin. She's stealth, but she, so she used like vanishing wind and disappeared, um, but didn't move. I, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe she would move. She didn't, okay? So I moved my Grenadier into Revealer, thinking she's still there. Uh, so Grenadier gets into, into position. It's a flanked position on her as well and reveals her. She's still standing there. Uh, it was an 80% chance to hit. Um, so I took the shot thinking, you know, do some shredding to the armor and stuff and just yeah. get ready for the rest of the boys to like dogpile her or whatever. And um, fucking she's on full health. She hasn't even been touched yet executed it was fucking <laughs> glorious like it was insane and then so and then we pegged away at the sarcophagus thing she came back half health and then we just one shot her and it was oh my god it was so dreamy like i'm at the point in the game now where my guys are just so strong we're just snowballing through everything like the avatar progress it, 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 is just it does nothing. get to a like, point where yeah. you just there's no fight you it's can lose it's so it fucking well, ropey at first it's though. about yeah, it's it's rapid first. If you once you get ahead of that curve, it feels like yeah, it gets that's easier. It. Yeah, I'm all but teched. I got all the upgrades. Everything. Everybody's got like good. You're at the ammo point where types. basically the end yeah. is in sight. I feel like yeah, yeah. a little bit like with War of the Chosen. I don't necessarily think. I think the, once you get rid of the actual chosen, it's awesome because like they never fuck with you. Well, it again. feels like you don't often even need to kill the chosen though. Like for me, it was like, well, why would I bother even doing this? I could just finish the game. No, but they come in. They they turn up in the final mission if you don't. Oh, and right. that it makes it even harder because the final mission is pretty hard. You get oh, lots the final of, mission's hard anyway. Yeah, yeah you get like lots that. of bad I, guys. I haven't got that far. Me and Ben haven't got that far. We're sort of playing it much more slowly than you. You're sort of burning through it all on multiple hours of streaming every day, yeah. and you've overtaken us multiple times on multiple playthroughs. But no, it's such a great game, XCOM. Oh, I've got so much time for that game. I fucking love it, man. It's so good. They've done such a good job. I'm like really excited to see what they do next. Yep. You know the guys that made the Long War mod have made their are making their own standalone game. Really? Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like that tends to be what happens. That's what happened with guess, Chivalry, yeah. wasn't it? Chivalry was the standalone version of these guys who'd made a shit ton of mods before. That did really it's well amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, there's, awesome, there's a game yeah. I play called um, Civil War, and it's a it's a fantastic game. I'll give you the proper name. It's called Ultimate General Civil War. Okay? okay, so these guys were the guys that made the Darth mod for Total War. And like, if, if anybody's played the original Total War Rome and stuff like that, there was this guy called Darth Mod, and they did those mods. So they made this game. So I, I, I love these, these small game studios because I feel like if they've started off in the mod community and then moved into making games, they've seen what AAA titles and big games companies make. And they're like, you know what? This would be really good if it just had this, 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 and this, and this. Yeah. And they, they make it much simpler and they, they tend to improve it a little bit. And they take the gloss off and put more gameplay in. That's the way it feels to me. Yeah, you're right. So there, there's a game I'm playing at the moment called Hold Fast Sips. I think you saw me streaming it the other night, uh, right? It looks awesome. I like. I really want to so play it. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. It's like a Napoleonic era 
game. 150 players on the server. I was watching it's you guys not... last night and you were on boats. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we were doing the ship battle. So the, you, you actually, you spawn on like, like you, you know, you have your crews, you're like spawning on this little sloop. You have to load the guns and roll them out. And there's like a helmsman. You've got a captain with a telescope and everything. You roll around, you blow up these ships. It's fucking amazing. The land battles is like 150 players, literally 150 players. You'll form like a line of like 50 people. And you'll literally all say, right, ready, aim, fire, and all the musketmen will fire, and you've got, like, drummers and flag bearers and stuff. It's amazing. That game was made by three dudes, three people. Jesus. There's this little, little studio called Anvil Games. They're in Malta, and there's three of them. One guy's a programmer, one guy's, like, the lead designer and everything, and the other guy's, like, the art director and stuff. And they just fucking made it, and it's amazing. I was streaming it. And they were in the chat answering questions and shit. And I was like, this is this is what I fucking like, man. These little game shooters, they fucking they love games. And they they they're like, we're working on this, we're working on that. It's it's amazing to me. I, I hope they do new stuff. XCOM 2 was fantastic. I mean, if you look at what they did with the War of the Chosen, they pulled in a lot of stuff that modders had made and made it part of the game. Because they're yeah. like, this is too good. Like, we have to put this in the game. So I really hope that um that they stay open like that. Like games companies, sometimes when they get the title gets too big, they don't want to listen to the community and to modders anymore. Yeah, but modders are like the the brilliant voice of of the community because if if they come up with it's like so democratic as well. They come up with an idea. If it's shit, it's not popular. If this mod makes the game amazing, this will be more popular than the base game. Yeah, and people will be fucking downloading this and playing it like crazy. I love it. Yeah, I, love I like. It. Yeah, I like it too. I think um, I I play so XCOM that the the playthrough I'm doing right now. Um, I I use the um, Shen's Last Gift DLC, which right. yeah, it yeah. gives you like a story mission, but then it makes it so that you can build mechs in the proving ground and, yeah, and yeah. take them out with your squads. And like they're pretty awesome. Like, um, like I've 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 got like a mech. Um, it's named after one of the guys in my Twitch chat called Plips, and um, he's Spanish. The 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 robot speaks Spanish and looks mm -hmm. is very colorful. But <laughs> they've got just these awesome abilities. Like, um, you you can build them like you can build them to be like just these like wrecking balls, or you can build them to be like really sort of tanky and supportive of like the rest of your crew. Mm -hmm. So like I've got this uh, this. Uh, this skill with uh, with with my mech, my main mech, where he provides full cover. So he's got like right. that, you know, like yeah, yeah. So you can stand him in the middle of a field and then just get people in behind him, and he's and he's full cover, and it's yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's it's so good. There's just so many little things like yeah. We had a mech so awesome. He got one shot by an Andromedon. Oh yeah, that that does happen. Because he was just standing you know in the fucking open. When when Andromedons hit, man, they hit fucking hard. Like yeah, they it's do. Crazy. Do you know the the most annoying fucking unit in in XCOM I find is the mech dude that fires the grenade launchers. That shit always fucks me up. Yeah, every fucking time he turns up, he runs forward, he kneels down, choo 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 choo, blows up all your cover, knocks a bunch of dudes over. Oh my god. Fucking mechs. I always go full, like, I want guys with the Talon rounds that take down the mechs, or the the Bluetooth or whatever the fuck it is, the rounds that, that kill mechs. Blue I try to make my guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to make my guys immune to explosions and stuff. I fucking hate the mechs. Or I'll hack them. <laughs> I'll get one guy hacking. I'll hack the mech, take it over, run it right into trouble, grenades everywhere. I love uh, it. I just, like, you just you just need a sniper with um, with blue screen rounds, and you can one-shot mechs. Do you know, my honestly, are the last few runs I've done, snipers... Not been a big thing for us. Really? It's not been a big thing for us. Yeah, because I, I find that I we just don't use them. We it's just get, get in amongst them. It's just to shoot people from across the map. 
that's all with the sniper until they. No, we get right come. in there, man. Yeah. Shinobis or whatever they. Anyway, let's rangers. not talk too much rangers. about XCOM Two. Yeah. So, so, so the, the jingle jam, jam has begun, and this has consumed like jangle, a huge yeah. amount of my time over the last like couple of weeks trying to get all this stuff together. In Terps Two, and it's pretty tough actually. There's a few things I wanted to like run by you, which are kind of a bit weird. Like, so obviously we're trying to trying to like fill up the schedule, trying to do different streams from usual, and we've got a list of games, and it's 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 tough to get people like like developers to kind of give us their games right and one reason is because um a lot of people just buy this shit up and sell it on g2a kind of thing and so you know i think that previously developers have been like well you know i gave my game to the jingle jam bundle and there's, there's just like twenty thousand copies of it on g2a now kind of thing well wow. um which is kind of kind of a problem in a way but at the same time you know what it, it's not really that much of a problem is it because you know at the end of the day you raised a whole load of money for charity and so you know that's just how it is yeah, yeah. i don't know but i can understand that that point and so a lot of people have been very reticent to 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 give their mm. games the bundle this year and also we've had this much this much more increased of free-to-play games so like games that were not used didn't used to be free-to-play are now free-to-play and so how yeah. do they give stuff to the bundle and in a way like they can give stuff that's 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 like a, a heroic pack or whatever you know of some special stuff that you get in the game for, which is cool, um, but it's almost it's almost like how do you make that not just like a, an advert? Do you know what I mean? I'm beginning to worry that the Jingle Jam is almost like a newspaper just stuffed full of ads. Yeah, because mm. it's like because it's like you know free to play game, free to play game, and so so because it, it, it's not necessarily clear what people are getting um, from these things, and and they don't want them to just be glorified sort of ads or anything. But at the same time, I quite like a bit of you know good stuff. You know, if it's like cost if it costs you like. If it, was, if it was like 10 Hearthstone packs or whatever, which obviously we're never, ever going to get because Blizzard are never going to give us anything. Or any big company is never going to give us anything. I mean, we're talking about, about your indie games, people. Like, it's those people, those three-man teams who are the people donating their games to the Jingle Jam, really, mainly. Anyone who's of any size is not interested in in, mm, in that's a shame. taking part. But I think that, that even something like, I think like, you know, a few packs for Hearthstone or something like that, or, or a hero would be amazing. You know, people would buy, yeah. people would pay 25 bucks just for a fucking hero portrait on the, in the bundle. Do you know what I mean? Like a unique hero And you're portrait. doing some good for Christ's sake. Like, come on. So my dream is that that will happen one day. Um one day in the distant future yeah it feels like we work really hard for blizzard we, we kind of do all sorts of things for them and they're, they're very kind of it's like it's like it's so disappointing because terps is constantly doing stuff working hard going to gamescom doing the presenting coming up with ideas talking to everyone doing stuff and like they're constantly like well nah or uh, it's not good enough or nah. he's, well, he's, they, i think they've just got their idea of what they want to like do an annoying kid who's kind of like yeah too keen i think terps is maybe being too keen no, um, it's, I think it just has to, you just, it's one of those things. They're a big company. They know what they want, want to do. They've got like, you know, obviously they've got roadmaps for everything that they do well in advance sort of thing. And I think like Terps probably doing the right thing, actually. You just got to keep trying, 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 and then something will stick sort of thing. Like that's, that's yeah. all you can do, I think. Yeah, the Jingle Jam bundle is great. Like there's a huge amount of generosity. We've got, you know, like 60 games or whatever. And there's like, you know, that in, in, in terms of like a good deal, you know, it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff for, you know, 35 bucks or whatever the price is now. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like it is definitely like in terms of it. But you're, you're, you can't expect 
good games in it, particularly, um, like or, or new games either. Like you know, it's tough for people. Everyone has to make you know these guys have to make their money at Christmas as well, and and I can understand that that people wouldn't want to just give away their their stuff for free, especially if here's one. Still I know Rust Rust is going to be in there, ain't it? Yeah, I mean the ga- Gary. So here's it's worth the thing. It, worth it for Rust alone, I think. Rust is the fucking business, and by the time you're listening to this podcast, we will already be live with the Rust Yog server. I think, and this is what we're looking at now, it's like a 500-person server. Can you guys fucking believe that's it? That's crazy. 500-person server. Yeah, that's going to be Acker-wise nuts. is all over it, and it's going to be ridiculous. And week two, this should go out. So when this podcast goes out, it'll be week one. Week one will have been clan limit size of five, newbie-friendly, everybody's just going to get used to the game, basic Rust stuff. Week two is going to be unbelievable. You guys, if you, if you haven't got it yet, get it and be ready for week two. Week two is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, so hopefully there'll be some... Hopefully, I mean, I, what I really want to do is have more streams than we've got scheduled because there's a lot of people who want to do stuff. You know, Hatfields want to do their music stream. Martin wants to do a day. And, you know, if you're streaming in the evening, PFLAX or whatever, I, I hope that, like, you'll be able to All drop into it. the Rust server and do stuff yeah, yeah. Like, parallel with the Jingle Jam. So that's something I haven't really talked about. Um, I, I, because I, I've just I've got so much planning to do before it launches tomorrow. I'm just like losing my shit. I haven't published a schedule yet. I haven't like finalized a whole Lewis, bunch of crap. What Lewis? 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 How many? How many jingle jams have you done now? Five. <laughs> and how how have you enjoyed them? Very much. Yeah. Uh, have they been a success? Well, yes, they've all been a success, Bflex. Why yeah. are you worried, homie? I'm Why not really worried? worried. I'm just. You've I got like a I'm team un- of people not, pulling for you. I'm not worried. I'm the just viewers under pressure. are ready. Don't gonna... worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. <clears throat> I'm going out of my way this year to bring the whole thing down from the inside. Like, just gonna <laughs> put a real put a real stick right into the spokes of the the jingle jangle and just bring it all down. So, okay, just be confident. That's gonna be you my know you thing, can do though. it. Last year we raised what two million dollars? I know. Yeah, it was a lot two point five million. It was. It was two point five. That's nuts. Boom. Me and Terps for Dad Decks. We're, we're doing a special stream that we're we're still organizing and planning, but it's coming together nice, and it should be pretty good. It's going to be like probably in the middle of the month, December, but it's it's going to be Hearthstone themed because it's Dad Decks, and um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Like we're pretty excited about it. Like if it all comes yep. together and 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 goes forward, I think it'll be a pretty good one. So that that's something to look forward to if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that's that, um, that's that's definitely like in the late half. Yeah, I think that's all. I I when you said you were going to organize the stream, Sips, I was like. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, let's see whether that actually happens. But no, you've you've done it all. You've sorted it out. It's booked in. It's like it's gonna happen. I'm excited for it now. I'm Monday not 18th, a very enthusiastic in, person or competent person, but sometimes I can I can pull it out of the bag. I feel like this time we've sort of pulled it out of the bag, which is pretty good. So we'll see. I mean, it might all fall through. Who knows? But I don't know. Terps We're excited wants to get legend in Hearthstone over. December. He does. He decided that this is his year, and you might yeah, be yeah. the one to help him. Sips. Well, he 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 doesn't believe that I earned legend. He said I played a meme deck, um, which I didn't, and um, I don't think he realizes what goes into it. It's a lot of fucking games. Like I played upwards of about five to six hundred games the month that I got oh, legend. Wow. It was nuts. I had to play it like hours and hours a day every day. Keep playing, keep grinding, and I got it. So I don't know. That's crazy. But we'll see. That's crazy. We'll see. 
You might get good it. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. You could you just gotta get you gotta you gotta find a deck that you're comfortable with that you like playing. And, and you've gotta, gotta have a, all a, of your You gotta learn too. all of your outs, you gotta learn all of the matchups, and it's gotta just have a good win rate as well. You can't you can't waste your time on a deck that has a low win rate because it's never gonna get you anywhere, right? So also, you just it has have to be to, moderately fast. Because like if you pick, if you pick a deck which is fatigue mage or whatever, yeah, yeah, then you're gonna you want you want to close games sort of like turn seven or eight if you can. And those are like the, the fast ones, pretty good. Mm. Um, you don't want to be you know. like going half an hour per game, or else you'll never see. It. Anyway, I don't know why we're giving tips to Terps from remotely. He will have had all this already. Thank yeah, you everyone for listening to the podcast this week. We'll be back. We'll, we'll, well, there's a couple of mornings that we're all free, so we'll we'll see if we yeah. can record some Christmassy podcasts for you guys. Yes, I'm down. I'm down in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, period's coming we're, down. We're gonna have yeah, we gotta, time. we're gonna play the pokers and stuff. That'll be. I awesome. need to sort. Oh, I might I be coming wait. down. I'm not sure though. I've got a trip next week, and that might sort of. You're off to make America. It, yeah. We're off to America. Yeah, next week for a couple of days. So. Well, um, I think we could say it's Hearthstone related, can't we? Because it'll be out. Podcast will be out by then. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a another dad deck special thing for December. So it's yeah. pretty Have good. Have a great time, dude. Have a good time. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's going to be nice. We're going to be in Hollywood this time, so it's going to be pretty exciting. Well, I'll say hi to. Um, Tom Cruise for me. Bet Midler, Say yeah. Say hi to J Lo. You know how we feel about J Lo. Yeah, man. Say I'll, I'll see J-Lo. if I can track her down. Maybe we can, maybe I can take her shoe shopping or something. She'd like that. I want you to get a picture of you with J Lo where you're just like pointing at her butt, like with a like wow look yeah. on your face, and she's sort of giving a thumbs up to the camera. Yeah, that's that's, and you're dabbing. That's it. That's yeah, exactly to what butt. I'm gonna do, guys. <laughs> I'll do it for you, I promise. All right, cheers. Uh, cheers, right. y'all. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.